0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire. My name is Savannah Hernandez, and today we had a long day, but it was long for a good reason. It was long because I woke up early and I went to the Southwest headquarters here in Dallas, Texas to go and talk to all of the employees who are pushing back against the forced vaccine mandate. A lot of them were talking to me about what life has been like under this mandate in regards to fear of losing their job in regards to how other co-workers have been acting towards them. And it was a beautiful thing to see just Americans out protesting on the streets of America, making their voices heard. It was great energy out there today. But then, of course, I had to look at the news and see what was going on. And I immediately saw supply chain disruptions, food shortages, grocery store shelves just completely going empty, Uh, our military continuing to deteriorate right before our very eyes while our foreign enemies continue to gain strength. And on top of all of that, Joe Biden and his entire administration are pretending that none of this is actually happening. The media has done such a great job of gaslighting us and making us feel like we're the crazy ones in society when we see inflation rates going up, when we see grocery store shelves going empty, when we see all of these cargo ships with supplies unable to dock in L.A., the Biden administration says no it's fine it's a good thing don't worry about it guys this is normal and this is how a healthy economy actually works now i don't remember america being like this under under donald trump and as a basic common sense person who Can just look around, go outside, go to my local Taco Bell and say, hey, why is my quesadilla $2 more expensive than it was a year ago? Why is nobody trying to go back to work? Why are there now hiring signs on every single restaurant and business that I can see for a mile? What's going on? It seems kind of out of the ordinary. But luckily for me, I have the entire media and the entire Biden administration here to lie to me every single day and manipulate me into thinking that everything is actually okay. Well, luckily for you guys, luckily for me, you know, I dedicate a lot of time and energy to looking into political news because it is getting more and more difficult every single day to push through all of the disinformation that we are constantly being faced with. I don't know about you guys, but I genuinely get exhausted having to look up a news article and then actually find five to seven other news articles, maybe a video, about what actually happened in regards to society that day, whether that's in regards to politics, culture, economy. Everything just feels like one big, huge lie. Now, I saw this tweet from Jack Posobiec yesterday, and it says there's a reason Bill Gates and BlackRock are buying up all the land and Joe Kent says control the food supply farmland, control housing so individuals and families are perpetual renters, live in the pod and eat the bugs, economic warfare. Now, I've been focusing in on the supply chain and the inflation rates and everything that was going on. But to be quite honest with you guys, I'm not an economist. So sometimes I have to really dig deep for this. And more importantly, the average person too, is not going to know anything about BlackRock or Bill Gates buying up farmland. So when they see something like this, or they even see inflation rates going up and food shortages, blah, 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 they won't even know to look up this specific thing. Now, in regards to BlackRock, uh, BlackRock is this company that is buying up a lot of uh, homes and properties. And people are speculating that they're doing this because they're trying to basically make everyone ultimately in this country a renter. Now, buying a home is the best way to build wealth and equity in this country, if you will. And the these different corporations seem to be making it harder and harder for the average American to become a homeowner. I hear about this all the time. I read articles about it all the time. And I think about it too. And as a 25-year-old American woman, it. I can't buy a house right now. I can't afford to buy a house. These cities are extremely expensive to live in. And we have to look to our society and understand why things are the way they are. Why is Bill Gates buying up all of this farmland? Why is the World Economic Forum tied to BlackRock? And why is BlackRock buying up all of the property, making it harder for Americans to own it? The same World Economic Forum that says that you'll own nothing and be happy. Really weird how all of that connects there, right? My good friend Adam Kriegler takes this picture. I'm assuming this was in San Francisco. I believe it was. And it is of a homeless man wearing a VR headset on a street corner filled with poop outside of his tent. Now, I saw this picture And I didn't even notice the guy's headset at first. I was like, oh, this just looks like a normal Monday in San Francisco. There's crap all over the streets. No big deal there. But then I saw this guy wearing his VR headset. And I realized that this is the future that all of these big corporations want for the average American. And I know that sounds crazy, but hear me out on this. We have the World Economic Forum telling us that we will own nothing and be happy. We're constantly being told that eating meat is bad for the climate and we're bad people if we do it, that we need to eat bugs, that we need to downsize, we need to drive less, consume less. Meanwhile, all of the people in society, John Kerry, for example, who flies private jets everywhere, those are the people telling us that we need to consume less. And so we're constantly seeing these varying things in society. I always like to point to social media as well. Nobody has an attention span anymore because of social media, because we are fed 140 character tweets every single day. And so our mind is just like, bam, 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 rapid fire. Okay, on to the next thing, on to the next thing. The media is constantly pushing things into our face all day, every day to keep us either dumbed down or in fear of the next scary thing that's going to happen, whether it's climate change or COVID. We don't know. And this is the ultimate future that these people want for us. They want us living not on the streets, not this gross, I'd imagine or assume, but they want us all living in this virtual reality where we're subservient to the government, where we aren't aware. We aren't alive. We aren't pushing back and we're not protesting the government. I felt so bogged down by media lately. And I realized it's because I've been just reading off headlines and trying to make sense of the world, but it doesn't make any sense. Nothing makes any sense anymore because that's the way the government wants it to be. We are headed towards a societal collapse because this is how it was intended to be. And this was the ultimate plan. People talk about Agenda uh, 201 or 2030. I don't know, I'm bad. My, my memory's bad today, guys. It's been a long day. I've been up early covering protests. But people talk about all of these different build back better and great reset plans that happened. And so when we see society and I see conservatives saying, oh, the Biden administration, oh, Democrats this, Democrats that, I I just, it doesn't sit right with me. And I couldn't understand why. And I was like, what is the disconnect here? Because I'm seeing the news. I'm reading the news. I'm hearing the news. But why isn't it sitting well with me? Why am I not understanding it? And it's because no one is actually ever reporting that these big corporations and the Biden administration destroying America is done by design. The supply chain disruptions done by design. I realized today that the government doesn't want us to be prosperous and this is all a part of their plan, which is why things are so disastrous and Awful in America right now. We keep trying to blame Joe Biden and be like, oh, this is just so awful. I can't believe this. But it's not just Joe Biden. It's the UN. It's the World Economic Forum. It's BlackRock. It's Bill Gates. It's all of these different agencies. It's a big tech who's not allowing us to talk about the realities of the vaccine, even though Bill Gates, with his own mouth, came out and said that if the vaccine was effective, it should reduce the population by 5 to 10%. We played that video in a previous broadcast. So it just doesn't sit right with me sometimes when I sit here and I try to talk to you guys about the news and try to make sense of all of this when it doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't make sense because it's not supposed to. And the ultimate golden plan here is the complete disruption of our society to turn us into subservient creatures like this man right here, where we're all distracted by technology. We're all so lost in some fake world, okay? Social media, our cell phones, maybe your your favorite political podcast. We're not out in the real world. We're not actually out making a change and pushing back and fighting for our country, fighting for our families, because we don't know what that means anymore in this country. The traditional family is dying in this country. Dating culture is crap. Why do you think that is? It's because that's by design as well. The government... And the powers that be do not want traditional family because traditional family usually means you have a strong man and a strong woman to create a beautiful family with great values and a great foundation. And the government can't have that, which is why everything is so crazy. And we have these hairy armpitted feminists out in the street screaming about how much they want equality with men, even though we do have equality. And guess what? I just have to say equality sucks. You think I want to be paying my own bills? You think I want to be unmarried at 25 years old? Absolutely not. Dating culture freaking sucks, man. And the economy right now, the inflation, everything that's happening. Why do you think they're attacking crypto? They're attacking crypto because the government has not been able to regulate crypto. It's very difficult for them to regulate crypto and they have the fiat currency the U.S. dollar that they printed trillions and trillions of we printed 20 percent of all of the U.S. dollars in circulation just in 2020 to why push economic warfare on the average American. I usually don't go off script on my shows and I like to read headlines to you guys and go through different stories but I have to rant about this a little bit because what I am seeing going on in society is it's confusing. It's confusing to me. And I've been following this religiously for the past three years. Okay. So imagine just being, you know, your, your average political consumer who maybe tunes into the news for 30 minutes a night, just to see what's going on. And the media is constantly telling you every single day. Yes. Yes. There are supply chain disruptions. Yes, there is inflation rates happening. Yes, China is uh, growing in military power and strength. But we have diversity. And, uh, you know, the inflation rates and the, the shortages are just because Joe Biden did such a great job bringing back the economy that uh, everyone's just buying everything up. That's really what's happening. So imagine you're just the average political consumer and then that's what you look into and that's what the media is telling you every day. And then, hey, maybe you try to get a wild hair on your head and you say, "Okay, well, let me go look some things up for myself. Well, guess what? Google is going to censor a lot of the things that you actually maybe want to research. And then Twitter is going to delete all of the BLM riots and all of the crazy inflation rates as misinformation. We literally had Jen Psaki come forward and say that a $3.5 trillion bill actually costs zero dollars. And I'm. I'm baffled that at this point, we haven't reached, um, you know, the tech saying that's false if you uh, try to dispute that. If you try to say that uh, the $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill isn't $0, you are disinformation, and that cannot be said. I just get so baffled that we're living through this period of time, and I've reached a point where I can't even be angry about it anymore, I just feel defeated and I don't want to feel defeated, but look at where we're at in society. How do we get out of this? What do we do? I have been screaming out to the heavens, push back, take back your freedoms, but I'm only one person. And there's only so many of us. And these, these elites, if you will, that are in power are extremely powerful and it just feels kind of bleak sometimes. It just feels kind of bleak. Someone in the comments just mentioned national divorce and I wish that things were that simple. And I wish we could split up into two separate countries because it's so fucking exhausting having to live in the same area as liberals I've gotten to a point where I used to have fun going, doing man on the streets and talking to people. And now when I go talk to liberals, I just want to fight them, not like physically, but like tell them to get out of my state with their bad ideologies, to go to New York or California. I don't want to see them. I don't want to be around them. And I feel like a lot of people feel this way too. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a huge B word. Who knows? But this is what I'm hearing from the media. And this is why I get so frustrated at the mass manipulation that my ass has to sift through every single day. Thank you guys so much for tuning into my show and listening to this damn rant. Let's sift through this information. But it's ridiculous that I even have to do this. It's ridiculous that I feel like I even have to censor my speech somewhat on YouTube because I might get censored. I still don't, but guess what that means for me? It means my work gets deleted. It means all of the footage that I go take on the street gets deleted. And I'm not trying to to cry about this or complain about it. But it makes me very upset that we are keeping information from people. And we are going to reach a point where we do end up like Australia, because Americans haven't gotten angry enough. And I tweeted about this the other day about how the face mask was the original tool to make people subservient. We all knew the face masks didn't work, but we still wore them to make other people feel better, just like we're doing with the vaccine. We all know, hey, maybe it's not 100% effective like we were originally sold, but we just have to take it to make everybody else feel better. We're such a soft society that now has said, well, you just need to make somebody else feel better and your personal choices, if they offend somebody, then you're just a really bad person and a domestic terrorist health threat at this point. Screw you, liberals. Screw you. I don't care. I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about what you want for this country because Joe Biden has been in office for less than a year. And this sucks. This sucks big time. Why do you think people are in football stands every freaking weekend chanting, let's go Brandon, because they hate Joe Biden. He's a weirdo. He's incoherent. His son's a literal crackhead. And the media refused to report on any of it. We were all lied to about it and told that we were crazy. And he got into office, and now we're seeing the immense deterioration of everything by design. And what makes me the most upset is that I can't read a news story about how this is being done by design, because that would be considered conspiracy. That's not actually happening. That's a lie. That's fake. Yeah. So conspiracy was everything that came out of Alex Jones's mouth 10 years ago. Look at us now. That's why the man's pissed off all the time and ranting and raving and freaking out and being like, you dumb people wake up. Because he's he just has years of knowledge in his brain. he's just trying to tell people, like, hey, yo, like, I just don't really like the way that things are going. And I feel like if we don't stop it, it's not going to be good. But nobody listened. We were all so subservient and soft in this damn country. Look where we're at now. Look at our freaking military. It's a joke. The U.S. is a joke. I keep saying I'm going to get to clips. I keep ranting. I'm very angry because our military is chanting about MLK. While China and North Korea and all of these other foreign countries are growing in military strength. On top of that, we're ejecting military members for not wanting to get a vaccine mandate. And people all across the nation are about to get fired. So guess what? TSA is going down. It's going to be really hard to fly anywhere. The, the freaking supply chain shortages are happening. Why? Because of government design. The government is doing this to us. It's not, oh, there's uh, there's food shortages because people are buying stuff. No, it's because the government freaking sucks and the government is doing this to us. I don't know why I'm screaming about this right now. I just felt like I needed to vent about this. I'm, I'm mad. I'm just mad that We got targeted by a freaking Chinese bioweapon or maybe it was funded by the U.S. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, too. And I was like, if the gain of function research was tied to Fauci and Fauci was the one that funded that, then maybe the Chinese saying that COVID actually did come from America isn't false. I don't know. Maybe I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. Anyways, let's get back to the normal news now, now that I'm done ranting about all of my crazy thoughts and opinions. Maybe I'm crazy. I probably am. Maybe I should take a break from politics for a second, but I get so angry and I'm going to play a compilation of Southwest Airline employees who I talked to today, Um, again, talking about their experiences. That's why I'm angry, because I watched a grandfather break down in tears today because the government is trying to force him out of making a living and that's freaking disgusting to me and then the media has the audacity to say that all of this is normal for example the supply chain crisis let's watch what is sitting in all these containers behind us everything longshoremen telling me some of these containers have been sitting here for six months with a shortage of truck drivers to get the goods on the highway and into stores it's not just making things harder to find, it's making them more expensive. Today we face an economy that's in transition. And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. That's why the president continues to be focused on the idea that we get everyone who can vaccinated in this country. So you're telling me that supply chain issues are happening because of the unvaccinated, not because the government is firing people and pushing them out of their jobs for being unvaccinated. And again, you know what? I'm not having journalistic integrity this show. I don't care. Obviously, the government isn't firing people. They're just forcing them to make a choice between getting fired or using their body as an experimental freaking placebo for the government's vaccine. Yeah, I'm going to have to delete this one from YouTube for sure. And since I'm deleting it, let me just go on and say it, that I'm tired of being an unwilling subject in this giant governmental experiment. I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. I'm tired of seeing face masks. I'm tired of people walking up to me and treating me less than human when I don't have one on in the airport. I'm so frustrated with it, and I'm tired of these crazy freaking people who got so brainwashed by society, by media, by politicians, that they have the audacity to come up to me and tell me that I don't care about their health. Damn right, I don't care about your health. Your health isn't my responsibility. So get over yourself and get off of your high horse. I'm just over everything today. I really am, and it's a Monday. I'm usually pretty calm on a Monday, and I'm really tired today too. I I am, so I don't know where all of this energy is coming from, but here we freaking are. (sighs) I'm just mad. I get mad because I don't like being censored. And fuck you, YouTube, for censoring real vaccine information. This platform is a piece of shit. Pardon my French, everybody. Pardon my French. I just feel like being a red-blooded damn American tonight and actually saying what I really feel. I don't give a shit about big tech censorship. You know what I give a shit about? Saving my damn country and waking people up. So if this is the way that I can do it, if I can make any small change, maybe I'll jump on here and we'll talk about it. But bending the knee to YouTube censorship and trying to dance around things it's just not my style I'm not doing it yeah this 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 stream is getting deleted for sure you guys are gonna have to you know tell your friends go watch it on the website go watch it on my Odyssey channel go listen to it on podcast because this one for sure way too spicy for YouTube who tries to give you guys the uh, content equivalent of unseasoned chicken well baby you know that everything that comes out of this mouth is freaking spicy like a habanero pepper and if YouTube can't handle that I I don't give a damn. I'm tired of watching my damn country fall to these evil people who are firing everyone in mass and making everybody's life harder for no damn reason. Let's watch some of my reporting from today so you guys can understand where some of this fury is coming from. These are what Southwest employees who have been subjected to this mandate are currently, this is what they're dealing with. I work for Southwest Airlines. I'm a 38-year employee, a flight attendant. My wife is also, she's here somewhere, uh, also 38 years. And uh, we're here because, you know, we feel that um, this is an infringement upon our freedoms. When does this stop? Two, uh, two-shot vaccine, a booster, a second booster, a third booster, and then could this spill over into other sectors? I mean, when, when does this stop? And I've got four grandkids. And that's one reason why I'm fighting. When does it stop? I've been here 25 years and uh, just had one more year to retire. And uh, now they're telling me I have to take the job or take the jab or lose my job. And I'm, I just don't. I just don't want to give up my freedom like that. We're out here to protest being forced to do a medical procedure that is against what most of us want to do, or what all of us want to do. We need free of choice in our healthcare. I mean, we got an email saying that if we weren't vaccinated, we were gonna be fired. I'm scared that I'm gonna lose my job. I'm scared I'm gonna lose my benefits. I'm terrified. I don't I don't want to find another job. I love this company, I love this job, and I'd like to stay. But I, I don't, I'm not gonna be forced to do something that I feel is dangerous and not in my best interest. I've been a flight attendant for 21 years, and I'm out here because I don't believe that a mandate should be, we should be forced to get a shot. My anxiety level is through the roof, honestly, because I'm not going to get the jab and I will, you know, I, I face termination for a company that I love and have been with like I said, for 21 years and it's extremely upsetting and it's just, it's not right. We all have to stand together. We all are standing together and it's not just Southwest, it's American, Delta, United. I have lots of friends with different airlines and we're all fighting for this, fighting for our freedom. Well, I'm a flight attendant. My husband is a pilot. Um, We're in the military and now here at Southwest. We've been here through 9-11. We've been here through all these things. We've worked hard, you know, for this company. So we want them to respect our choices. So there you guys go. And yes, uh, people in the chat are pointing out. And for my podcast listeners, a lot of the people That I interviewed today wanted to cover their faces with their signs because they feared the repercussion from their employer of speaking out for their medical freedom. Now, I went and I reported in Hong Kong back in 2019 when they were pushing back against the communist Chinese trying to come in and take over their city. And similarly, The Hong Kong protesters would only talk to me if I recorded them from the chin down because they were afraid of being disappeared by their government. Now, we're seeing the same tactics being used by Americans here in our country now. Well, I'm just going to cover my face for fear of repercussion. And granted... You know, this is like, oh, well, they're pushing back against their employer. That's kind of a normal thing. Is it a normal thing? What happened to our right to petition the government? What happened to our right to push back and stand up for our damn freedoms, our medical freedoms, our right to not be uh, unwitting, experimental subjects and objects? Because that's what we are. We're Dr. Fauci's playthings. We're we're Bill Gates' playthings at this point. You know, the FDA came out today and said that, uh, booster shots are now just going to be mix and match. Just get whichever one. Just, you know, take 57 of them. It doesn't matter. It's, it's all good, guys. I mean, what really is science anyway? Let's just, let's put 58 million vaccines into our body. So that way, uh, you know, just in case we can be super, super safe and effective. And if that, if we're not safe and effective, well, then we'll just die just like Bill Gates wants. That's just the population decrease. That's why I'm upset too, because it's like, So many people are pushing back because they don't want to potentially die from an experimental vaccine. And then the government is like, oh, well, you don't want to potentially die. Uh, Yeah, sorry, you can't do that. And we're going to take away your ability to work. I saw this tweet the other day from Ruth Marcus, some better than you blue check mark liberal on Twitter who says in Madison, Madison, Wisconsin. By now I should know better, but I get in the elevator. It stops in a lower floor. Man steps in unmasked. Sign in elevator says, mask required, me getting out. You know, it would be really nice if you wore a mask. Man, I don't care what you think, face. America 2021. So Ruthie here is pissed off because this man, two years into this damn pandemic, doesn't want to wear a face mask. And because she's such a psychopath germaphobe who doesn't understand what natural immunity is. And how long has natural immunity been around? maybe since the start of uh, humanity. I don't know. Yeah, we just forgot that existed. So, you know, natural immunity doesn't exist in 2021. So people like Ruth see this man walk on an elevator without a face mask. And she's like, yo, that is public enemy. Number one, this man is trying to murder me and my whole family. Hey, you know what? No one's trying to murder you, Ruth. But At this point, you should go live in a separate America because I don't want to be around people like you. People who still wear face masks willingly at this point are losers. And honestly, anyone who was wearing a face mask like a year ago, loser. I'm trying to be calm. I'm trying to be calm because I feel like, you know, I, uh, I, I'm getting really angry tonight, but it's because, like I said, I go to these protests. I go speak to Americans on the ground. I talk to people all day and I'm like, Hey, what is going on with you? How is life for you? And it's just like, Oh yeah, the government has pretty much ruined my life, destroyed my small business. Uh, also my grandma, you know, got the vaccine has a uh, blood clotting now, uh, lung issues. My family member died from it. No big deal. And I also couldn't tweet about it because uh, that got said. So that's just America in 2021. On top of that, I can barely afford to uh, feed my family and pay for gas because inflation rates are so high. But every single time I turn into the media, they all say that everything's fine and dandy. So uh, not a big, not a big issue. I was reading this Twitter thread from earlier today. My ire at Christian academics who justify doing nothing in the face of great evil could not be greater. It's all merely an academic exercise to them, but it isn't for me and probably not for you. Let me tell you a story. Yesterday, I went to visit an elderly family member of my congregation whose wife just passed away. She had Alzheimer's for five years and despite being in his 80s, had taken care of herself, her himself, that whole time. The last year or two, we haven't seen him much. He couldn't leave the house without her for more than 10 minutes, without her becoming frantic, and he didn't think she would do well at church. But a month ago, he brought her to church. She had been nonverbal for years, but could understand when you spoke to her, she could walk and feed herself. She did great at church to everyone's amazement. She even sang amazing grace. Two weeks ago, my congregant had to take her in for a UTI. Hospitals, in their abject greed, covered by the thin veneer of concern for public health, gave her a COVID test, despite no symptoms. Of course, she tested positive, and she was taken away from her husband. She has Alzheimer's, and if he is away from her for more than 10 minutes, she becomes frantic. They refuse to make an exception of any kind, saying, sorry, this is our policy. My congregant and his children daily spend hours pleading with anyone and everyone they can at the hospital to let them bring her home. Sorry, this is our policy, they say over and over again. They kept her there alone for six days. After a few days, she totally stopped eating and drinking. She was in total despair. She had no idea where she was. None of her family were there and she could not communicate verbally and nobody cared. After not eating for that long, her body began to shut down. Yes, because she was elderly. Yes, she had Alzheimer's. But she was walking and feeding herself and in very good spirits before this. By the end of her stay, she could no longer walk or sit up. When her husband came to get her, she was thrashing around uncontrollably. And when she heard his voice and him say her name, she stopped and began sobbing. He took her home and she said she still would not eat or drink anything. He had to wet her lips with a sponge and she died three days later these monsters killed this woman. Their complete and utter disregard for the humanity of this poor woman disgusts me to the core all because of COVID policies. And then... It goes on to say, this stuff is not some mere academic exercise in 16th century Protestant political theory. These people have a zero regard for us. They watch us suffer and die and it means nothing to them. Sorry, it's just policy is the refrain they utter while marching us to our graves. Bookish, cowardly, reformed weaves want you to submit to sorry, it's just policy. Do not listen to them. Do not submit. You owe these people nothing. And I'm genuinely tearing up reading this thread because this is what life has been like for people over the past two years because of these draconian and straight up bullshit policies that are not saving or helping anybody. And this isn't the first story I'm hearing about this. This isn't the last story we are going to hear about this. And it's absolutely heartbreaking that we can't even talk about it on big tech platforms without it being censored and silenced as disinformation. This is an attack on the American people. It is an attack on our freedoms. And people need to be held accountable. I don't know what people, because there's a lot of people who have been involved with this but I want somebody to be held accountable because this is absolutely disgusting. And I'm tired of watching people die. I'm tired of reading headlines. Woman denied life-saving liver transplant because she refused to get vaccinated. These people don't care about your health. The government doesn't give a fuck about your health. Sorry, mom and dad, if you're watching. People are pushing back, but the way that they've pushed back is by saying, okay, then fire me. And that's the choice that a lot of people are being faced with. Dan Bongino, for example, said that Cumulus Media said that he had to take the vaccine. He said he's not going to take the vaccine. He's on 300 radio stations. And I actually listened to him talk about this. And he said, on the Cumulus stations, I am going to say that I'm against this and I am not taking it. He said he's not in this for the money or the fame. He's not doing it. And that is the decision that people are being faced with right now. New York Post as well. Allison Williams out at ESPN over vaccine mandate. Allison Williams is out at ESPN. She was a college football and basketball sideline reporter who announced last month she was opting out of the season because she had not received the vaccine as she and her husband tried for a second child said Friday night that her request for accommodation had been denied. So now she's going to be separating from the company. So that is the choice that the people are being given. On top of that, Fox News is also mandating that people who go into their studios either be subjected to daily COVID tests or that they are vaccinated. Elijah Schaefer is supposed to be going to their studios uh, here in a couple of weeks And he points this out and says that someone from Fox Sports sent an email that says, As of Friday, October 15th, anyone entering one of our Fox facilities across the country will need to be fully vaccinated or undergo daily COVID testing prior to entering the workspace. Anyone that we have vaccination info on, both in Workday or who have previously entered in Smartsheet, will only need to show their clear pass as normal. Nothing else has changed. Any guest vendors, new hires that are fully vaccinated will need to enter their information prior to noon uh, in order to receive a clear pass for the following day. So great job there, Fox News. I'm so excited that we're only going to be hearing from vaccinated people who succumbed and bent the knee to these draconian mandates and lockdowns. Do you guys see what's going on now in society, how the media is so manipulated, how we have to search so much for alternative media because either, People get straight up banned off of big tech platforms or the big media that does have a big reach like Fox News are vaccine shows themselves. Let's keep going and seeing what else is happening because of these life-saving mandates. Breaking, more than 100 scientists, nuclear engineers, and others will be fired due to a vaccine mandate at Los Alamos National Laboratory. Chicago Police Union president estimates that more than 3,000 officers are defying city's vaccine reporting mandate. And whether or not you love or hate the police, what do you think it's going to look like when the already severely defunded Police precincts all over the nation, on top of that, lose more police officers because of these mandates. It's not going to be good, folks. It's going to be like the purge, except in real life. Not going to be a good time. On top of that, it is now being reported that the Navy is threatening to force SEALs to pay back the money spent on their training if they decline to be vaccinated for COVID. We've reached a point of unprecedented overreach. This is from Sam Brown. He says this is not how we should be treating those who served this country. Yes. So let's go ahead and straight up eject the most strong and capable of our military members because they want to have medical freedom and bodily autonomy and they want to, uh, you know, stay in peak health. We have seen that a side effect of the vaccine is myocarditis, Bell's palsy, Julian Beret syndrome. Take your freaking pick. People have straight up gotten paralyzed from this. So maybe if the Navy SEALs who are, you know, supposed to play a big part in protecting this country somewhat, say, well, I don't think that that's the best decision for me as a military member. What does our government do? Instead of being like, okay, we we see your concerns and we agree that maybe this isn't as researched as it should have been. No, the government goes, okay, well, we eject you from the military now. All the military members will be lesbians and woke black people now. And that's it. Great, freaking great! Bring it on, China. China's licking its lips right now because China is watching all of this play out, and they're just like, "Damn, the U.S. is going to be so freaking easy to take over." Ah, it's like we might as well just hand over our country to the Chinese at this point. From the hill, TSA says forty percent of workers' uh, workforce is unvaccinated ahead of that November deadline, so uh, probably you know get to the airport maybe four or five hours early because those TSA lines are not going to be any fun. We played you that video of the Southwest employees straight up in tears talking about having to choose between their freedoms or their 38-year-long careers. And for what? A vaccine that causes myocarditis and heart inflammation. For example, former Atlanta Hawks guard Brandon Goodwin claimed that the COVID-19 vaccine ended his season. Form Atlanta Hawks point guard, Brandon Goodwin's season ended early last year due to a, what this article quotes as a minor respiratory condition, according to a team report this past May. However, he recently went on a Twitch stream and revealed his side of the story. And he said, it all started with him receiving the vaccine. He says, I got sick and I never quite recovered from it. Goodwin said on the stream, he said, I would always have back pain. I was super tired in the games. He said, I was so tired. I felt like I couldn't run up and down the court. My back was hurting. My back really started hurting so badly. And he was like, okay, I need to go to the doctor. That's when I found out I had blood clots all within the span of a month of getting the vaccine. He said he left nothing up to imagination when he revealed what he believed caused the health issues. He said, I was fine until then. I was fine until I took the vaccine. He was fine. And then, of course, they have to add in the article, blood clots were a reported rare side effect of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine, according to the CDC. And then they try to, to, to basically debunk this and say that he's crazy for saying that he got blood clots from the vaccine. And apparently all of these doctors are telling him, oh, well, you can't prove that it's because of the vaccine. And he's like, well, you can't prove it's not. And also, what's the, the common denominator here? I was fine. I was in good condition, got the vaccine, got blood clots. My season ended early. I was otherwise healthy. What's the one thing there that was added into that story that wasn't in there previously? Yeah, the vaccination. But we're going to have to delete this whole thing off of YouTube because we can't talk about that on this platform. More tweets of what people have been experiencing or their family members have been experiencing in regards to adverse reactions from army dog on Twitter says, just got a call from my neighbor. She had to take her husband to the ER for chest pain. He's double vaxxed. They found two blood clots in his right lung on blood thinners. Anyone hear of this happening to people that they know that are vaxxed. So there you guys go. That's what's happening. People are pushing back against the vaccine because they see what it's doing to people and the government doesn't like that, whether that's for depopulation efforts or just because they want everyone to be subservient. I can't truly say. But the government at this point is really trying to cover up the best that they can that this isn't a 100% effective vaccination like they sold it to us to be. And now people are having to choose between their jobs or the jab. It's very sad. Stephen Phillips, MD on Twitter says, I've never seen so many physicians I know scared to speak out. Truth is the only real currency that we have. 100%. And again, I have talked to nurses and doctors off the record. And I even talked to those employees today off the record. And people are scared to speak out because their livelihoods are being risked because they can't pay to live anymore because their whole lives are being ruined. For example, from Insider, an Ohio woman was denied a life-saving liver transplant after refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. Michelle Vitulo can't get her planned liver transplant since she and her donor won't get vaccinated. Vitulo has end-stage liver disease, which is fatal without transplantation. Hospitals say COVID-19 vaccination is necessary for the safety of both the donor and the recipient. So basically, uh, get this vaccine that you don't know you know, how it'll affect your body. It could kill you. We don't know, or just give you, you know, life threatening conditions for the rest of your life that you may have to live with uh, or die of liver, liver disease, pick one, go ahead. Either way, it's, it's going to be bad, but just pick one. That's our government. That's the medical industry. And I was reading this other article too, that says, uh, I believe it is seven to 12 people die every single day Because they weren't able to get an organ transplant. And I was reading into this article about how it's not because there's an organ supply shortage. It's because of government regulations that keep people from getting said transplants. Yeah. It's always those great government regulations just coming in clutch. Making sure that we're all healthy and safe. Now, I saw this video today, and if you're a podcast listener, I'm going to put this entire show up on my locals and also my website. I'd highly recommend you go and watch this video. It's called the deevolution of the COVID vaccine efficacy, and it is extremely well done. And it's basically Dr. Fauci talking about how effective the vaccine is all the way to the point that we're at today. This video will be on my locals, .locals satsas.locals.com. Go watch it, go share. I promise you it is worth the watch. And for my viewers here right now, let's go ahead and watch this. So now we have two vaccines that are really quite effective. The mRNA vaccine, highly effective, extraordinarily efficacious, 94 to 95 percent for mild to moderate disease and virtually 100 percent efficacious. Because the real world effectiveness is even more impressive than the results of the clinical trial. Okay, for my podcast listeners, it goes COVID vaccine, 100% effective. 100%, 100%. Yes, let's keep going. So effective. Yeah. All right. Now, this was the early science. And then, oh, no, now it's just 99% effective. Now it's 98, 97, 96, 89. Oh, it's still going down. Oh, we're still in 90. 92, 91, 90, 89, 88, 87, 86, 85, 84, got to make sure we clarify that with people. It has nothing to do with whether or not it's effective. We know it's highly effective. Highly effective. Effective at killing people and not being effective. Great, great. Love that video, extremely well done. Again, if you couldn't see all of those graphics, I'd highly encourage you to go watch this video, to go share this video, because that is the media in a nutshell. That is the truth of what's really going on in this country, right there. Lies, disinformation, propaganda, The New York Times came out with this headline that read, no, Australia, Australia isn't an evil dictatorship. And I was just like, that is exactly what the arm of a propaganda, like, yeah, the the arm of a propaganda machine would say that Australia isn't an evil dictatorship. That's exactly what the media for America, who really likes what's going on in Australia, that's exactly what they would write. Absolutely 100%. Now that I'm done ranting about COVID, because that's just one way that our country has completely deteriorated, let's take a peek at the US military and see how things are going. So, we talked about already a lot of military members being pushed out of the military or just straight up quitting the military, leaving the military because they don't want to get the force vaccine. Those that have stayed in, This is what they're being subjected to. So while our military men are walking and marching in face masks chanting about MLK and being led by some woke black leader here, female leader, by the way, because the military is inclusive and women should be in the military and women should be fighting our wars and women should be a part of the draft. Well, all that's going on here in the US. Uh, yeah, this past weekend, the Chinese military launched a hypersonic nuclear capable missile into space. That circled the entire globe at low orbit. (laughs) Oh, China. From the Daily Mail, it is inevitable that China will take an upper hand over the US. Chinese state media celebrates new nuclear capable 21,000 mile per hour missile that can circle Earth in low orbit before striking anywhere from space in minutes. Report from the Financial Times said tests showed China had made astounding progress on hypersonic weapons. And the hypersonic missile launched in August and circled the globe at, again, that low orbit and missed the target by two dozen miles. An op-ed in Chinese state media said the test shows the unstoppable trend that China is narrowing the gap with the U.S. in some key military technologies. And a lot of these articles were saying that U.S. military officials were absolutely stunned. What is going on with China? Well, that's what's going on in China. Let's go ahead and, and look at North Korea as well here. So in this video, uh, during a demonstration in North Korea, soldiers were seen performing high flying martial arts kicks and smashing tiles with their head for their leader, Kim Jong-un and other high ranking North Korean officials. So this is North Korea. They're like straight up lying on nails and like judo chopping things, breaking tiles and cinder blocks on their abs. That's North Korea. This man just had. Somebody break bricks on his head with a sledgehammer. And what is our military in the U.S. doing? We're chanting about MLK. Oh, man. It's just, you know, it's like when people made that video comparing the U.S. military ad that had come out of the inclusive Hispanic... uh, no, that was the CIA. Sorry. <clears throat> so we had the CIA, right? They had their inclusive uh, Hispanic CIA agent who who had anxiety disorder and was just like she she had so many different hardships in life. She was a minority. She it was just so hard for her to make it as a woman, but she did blah, blah, blah. She overcame. And then we had the the military come out with their ad, their PSA of like, oh, you know, girls can do anything they want. This girl had two lesbian moms and now she's in the military. I absolutely loved it when people took those videos from the US military and they compared them to Russian military videos. And the Russians are like buff, just jacked men ready to break anybody in half with their bare arms, probably just eat 12 raw eggs a day. And our U.S. military is filled with feminine lesbian weirdos with anxiety. Great. Absolutely great. And again, we're kicking out all of the the military members that still have half a brain. So there you go. China launching uh, hypersonic missiles that could kill us all and North Korea breaking bricks on their abs with sledgehammers. Oh man, what a life. Now I'm gonna end this broadcast on a happy note because I ranted a lot today. I'm sorry if I wasn't coherent. I try to make this show sound good. I try to make it sound professional, but sometimes I just get angry. I just stumble and mumble around and I just want to rant. Today was one of those days, so thank you for tuning in and listening. Let's end the show on a positive note. New York Post says, Texas Bill makes trans students play on sports team according to their birth gender. Good. Good. Little boys should be playing sports with fellow little boys. And little girls should be playing sports with little girls. I see no problem with this. And if you think that I'm a transphobe for thinking that, I don't give a damn, quite frankly. There are only two genders, and I'm not feeding in to your mental illness. So shout out to Texas for making this bill that is forcing trans students, if you will, to play on sports teams according to their real gender. Not their birth gender, their gender. Okay? I'm not even going to use this birth gender terminology or their, their assigned gender. No, it's their gender, bro. Like, If you have a dick or a vagina, that's your gender. That's it. Okay, It's not that hard. So that's all I got for you guys tonight on this episode of Rapid Fire. I ranted a lot. This cannot live on YouTube. So please remember to go listen to it on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Please go leave a review if you like the show. I'm trying to get the numbers up because... I keep on, you know, breaking YouTube guidelines and you can't find the show on YouTube. Go find it on podcasts. Go find it on my website. Go find it on my Odyssey channel, Saf Says. Go find it on locals, .locals safsays.locals.com. Go check it out. Please go and support me in that way. If you guys can, just share my videos, share the podcast, leave me a review. That's all I ask for. I work really hard to try to, you know, cut through all the disinformation for you guys the best thing you can do for me is just share the word. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Rapid Fire. Remember not to be complacent. Remember that the government is trying to take away your rights and freedoms. Don't let them do that. Do not let the government come in and think that you do not have the ability to say no in this country. I fear in America where Americans forget that they have the ability to take back their rights and freedoms and say no to the government. I fear in America where my fellow American forgets what it means to be free and many of us have forgotten what that means. So please remember Americans, rip off those damn face masks, push back against your employers, show the government who's boss and take back your rights. This has been Savannah Hernandez and this is Rapid Fire.